Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The federal government, as you know, has promised some really big things. Their their new legislation is Bill C-56, their new Affordable Housing and Groceries Act, right? Uh, When Christian Freeland announced the bill, she focused on two pieces in it. One, the GST rebates on the construction of rental units in Canada. And that's something that was promised years ago, never actually came to fruition, but now apparently is going to. So um, uh, the other piece was what she called historic changes to the way competition laws work in this country, changes that she argues will have a meaningful impact on grocery prices. But she said, well, the focus is groceries. It would actually affect all industries in this country in a positive way. One of the changes removes what's known as the efficiency defense when it comes to mergers. And Freeland says, rather than actually promoting competition, this piece of our Competition Act actually drives consolidation. It does the opposite of what the Canadian government wants it to do. The question though is, do they want it to do the right thing? And there are some who say, this is this is off base. So we're gonna speak now with Renaud Brassard, who is Principal Director of Communications for the Montreal Economic Institute. Uh, Renaud, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Well, thanks, for, thanks so much for having me. Uh, the efficiency defense or the efficiency, efficiency criteria, let's make sure we know exactly what we're talking about here. It's a key piece of the process when it comes to the approval process for mergers in Canada, right? What does it say? What does it do? Essentially what it does is uh, if you have two companies that are merging together that would have a significant market share, uh, one of the arguments they can use to justify that merger is to say that uh, they're going to be more efficient, so there's going to be some savings in terms of the cost, and that those costs those cost savings could be passed on to consumers with lower prices. So the efficiency defense is essentially that, is saying that, sure, it's going to give them a bigger market share, but it's also going to allow lower cost that, get them again, that can then be passed on to consumers. And that's exactly the, the section that Christopher Freeland's removing with this bill is uh, is, is essentially that, uh, that defense right there. Um, now, the Liberal government has said, that this is actually a barrier to competition. And you know what? It makes sense. It allows for a more merger-friendly environment. So getting rid of it limits consolidation. We get more players in the industry. Sounds like more competition, but the argument is there that now the Liberal government's got it wrong, right? What do they got wrong? Well, the fact is competition is a lot more complex than just looking at the number of firms in any given market. Uh, the fact is, you know, whether it is grocers or telecommunication companies or Gizmo Max factories in the country, there's not a magic number for each of them in Canada economy to be competitive. Uh, we have had more in the past. We're now in a situation where there's less, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we are in an uncompetitive environment. Uh, the key part when it comes to competition is uh, is not so much how many firms are in the market, but it's possible for new firms to either get started or to move to this market as well. So it's, it's rather... We're, we're saying that rather than uh, trying to legislate a certain number of companies, uh, they should rather just look at the barriers to entry, all the legal barriers to entry, the regulatory barriers to entry that exist, and try to see how they can lower them to stimulate competition. Because right now, uh, their approach of mandating a number of companies is just not going to do much to help consumers. 
Okay. Um, so it's not as simple as saying we've got more firms, we've got more players in the market, that's more competition, it's better, it's more complex than that, right? Absolutely. And, and you know, if you if you can think of uh, the cell phone market, that's that's always a good example. Uh, back in 1990s, Motorola was king. They looked like they yeah. were in an unassailable position. Then BlackBerry took that place for quite, for quite a bit. Uh, then the iPhone was launched and became a huge market leader. And now we're at a, we're at a point where uh, the iPhone is actually being challenged by Samsung, and we're going to see who wins out between Apple and Samsung. But the fact is, every single time somebody innovated, somebody found a way to do something different, they completely changed uh, the map of what. Well, they completely changed the market and what it looked like. Uh, if you were to ask somebody in the '90s if Apple was going to be a dominant player in the uh, cell phone industry, they probably would have said no and laughed. And yet they ended up being a dominant player. That's because it is much more dynamic. It's not just looking at the number of firms. But if you allow firms to innovate, if you reduce the regulatory barriers to entry, then for established firms, uh, they have an incentive to keep prices low. They have an incentive to try and do better, get better infrastructure, because they realize that uh, you know it, they're always just one one competitor away from losing their market share, from losing their uh, their position. So it's it's rather looking at the environment, so the barriers to entry, the regulations, yeah. the different laws that prohibit us from having this competition. That's where the government can have a significant impact. Not in saying, you know, we need to have four grocers or five telcos. Yeah, your argument is the government is the bigger barrier to competition. Regulation, red tape, actually getting people into the game and allowing them to take off. That's the biggest issue when it comes to hampering competition in Canada. Oh, absolutely it is. Uh, there's a very good study from the Fraser Institute that says that uh, somewhere between 22 and 35% of sectors uh, in Canada's economy are subject to barriers to entry that reduce competition. Now, it, the 22 to 35%, it depends on what you consider a barrier to entry. But, you know, if one-fifth of our industries are protected from competition, that is much more harmful to consumer than having just one less company in, the, in, that, sphere, in that sphere or two less in that other. Uh, so that's something where the government can act. A very good example of that would be supply management. Sure. Uh, you know, we, we, have, we have a system that keeps, keeps the price of milk, the price of uh, poultry, the price of eggs uh, much higher than it should. That is uh, a, a genuine barrier to competition that the government can and should act on, and it can easily uh, remove it and break it. But stuff like mandating one more grocer, one more grocer, one more telco just doesn't doesn't really lead anywhere. Uh, on that, actually, there's a very the, the most recent report from the Competition Bureau on grocery store. Uh, they say that sure they'd, they'd like to have one more player, but when they asked foreign players, they said the regulatory barriers are so high and the profit margins are so low that we don't see any appeal in entering there. That shows a pretty competitive market. If we removed and if we reduced the barriers to entry, it could probably be more competitive. The fact that the margins are pretty low shows a very competitive market. Do you think that the steps the government is trying to take with Bill C-56 will help at all, or could it actually make things worse? So there's there's a way that it could make things worse. The, the fact is, uh, Canada's economy is not doing so well. Uh, when we look at our per capita GDP, so that's the uh, value of everything produced in the country divided by number of persons, uh, when we adjust that to inflation, it's only gone up by 1.6% since the COVID. In the U.S., it's about 12 or 13. That means that uh, we are losing ground. We're not getting richer as fast as other countries. We're rather stagnating. Uh, when we cut down on the efficiency criteria, 
it means that our companies, Canadian companies, uh, have a much tougher time uh, being competitive in a global market because they're not able to get the same level of, of efficiency by merging together or by, uh, by, by making acquisitions from, uh, from others. Uh, a good example of that in the past was the merger between Bombardier and Alstom for their uh, rail transportation division. Part of the reason why uh, that merger happened was, A, Bombardier needed cash, so they were more than happy to, get, to let go one division. But it's also they were looking at the rise of uh, Chinese train manufacturers. In fact, they were taking an increasingly large market share. They were much more efficient because of their size and their ability to, to, to scale. And because of that, merging the transportation division with another company, making something larger where they could have efficiencies of scale would make them much more competitive in such a market. But removing the efficiencies criteria, we're making it harder for those healthy mergers to happen and ultimately uh, penalizing uh, Canadian companies in in a global environment. Yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, the whole competition, and it always comes back to competition in this country. That's what we're constantly told is, is the barrier to lower cost with so many different industries. So it's important the government <laughs> come up with a plan that's actually going to help us. And it sounds like there's some serious problems with this one around. It, it, it is. And, and, you know, like there's a good chance that it does nothing at all. And thankfully, that's 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 the upside. Uh, but unfortunately, there's still that chance that it actually harms us uh, economically. Uh, so it, it's not it's not exactly a, a good law. I get the impetus to act politically, though. Uh, people are complaining about inflation. People know that that grocery prices have gone up, that food prices have gone up. Uh, but simply saying, you know, we need one more grocer or we need two more telcos is just not going to solve that problem. That's a very very simplistic way that the federal government has taken to uh, look at a competition policy. Renault, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate your time today. It's always a pleasure. Have Thank a good you one. so much. Yeah, you too.